0: over there. Good evening everyone and good morning. We are in two different time spaces, if you will, two time zones, almost you could say cosmic away. We are in the evening, our guest is in the morning, loving the jam, loving the vibe, but good evening everyone. This is Carol Sue, aka Nawny Boss, live in two different time zones with two
1: sisters hey good evening everyone of course as carol said it's evening for us my name is janice aka wellness diva 5.0 and it is fantabulous friday for our amazing guests we're just going to hop right on into it because we have so much information to cover um first of all allison welcome to the two sisters podcast
2: Oh thank you, both of you uh, for having me. And it is kind of surreal to be in two completely different time zones all at the same all at the same time. So we're spreading the love around.
0: Yeah, absolutely. that's a really cool thing about you know technology. Uh, there with technology, as we know, with our uh, first of all, we also want to welcome our wisdom uh listeners uh we are also on the wisdom app right now besides being live on facebook in all different parts of different podcast land um but that's one of the cool pieces about our technology today that we you know we we don't have to limit ourselves to our own backyard per se you know we can broaden out to really recognize and showcase many different people from all over the world and we are so excited and happy to have allison on with us tonight don't you agree Jim?
1: Oh my gosh, absolutely. And you know, sometimes Carol, so I don't know where to begin. So the first question that of course pops to my mind, in, into my mind, um you are a powerhouse, Allison, in life and business, multidiscipline, a confidence coach. How did all of this come about?
2: Uh look, I think from Maybe from very young, <laughs> I have always had that entrepreneurial spirit. Maybe fight. Uh We might go with both uh, since since young, and have always looked for outlets for that. Right? Like so. I mean, I remember being, you know, on selling lemonade on the side of the street, and from right, like it's like no, I want my own money. I want my independence. So how am I going to do that? And but the reason and I was always involved with sport from super young also very high level sport from you know athletics through to the next sport just keep going right Uh, I think that teaches you a lot of discipline but I've always wanted to just help people and particularly as I guess I've grown and you know, gone from probably being quite a confident kid to then going through the schooling system and then becoming not so confident, then circling back again was how do you get your confidence back? How do you you go for it again in life when you've had those knocks or you've had those things that seemingly hold you back and particularly in the entrepreneurial world because they can come very thick and fast. Uh, so, you know, going back through that and learning that to build successful businesses, uh, success in many multidisciplinary, all sorts of different sport as well. Uh, you know, that's how, I guess that's how I am here today. Well, that,
0: wow. you know, that is is so uh, typical and not typical. I mean, I, I know that we, uh, I, I, as soon as you said lemonade stand I started cracking up because I also had a lemonade stand it was pretty fancy for back then in the 60s uh, my brothers actually built me a wooden lemonade stand and literally you know I, we were up high and lemonade was coming and we were on a street that was a corner so I had I had customers going from yay, yay all over the place and I, I I ran that for geez I think three or four summers in a row and you know at the time at least for me it was more about you know again having that spirit of giving to others making some 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 little bit of change back then i think we were selling for i don't know a quarter if that but little did we know and i'm not sure that's the same for you that that's you know that we knew what it meant from from a from a grown up's perspective you're thinking oh this is cool this is fun and when you finally you know recognize your craving for being your own boss being your own your own entrepreneur setting you know your life in your standards of quality of living based on your demands you know in your time and energy you frequently most people will kind of look back and what was the influence what drove me to this because let's face it most people do not wake up knowing they want to be an entrepreneurial type spirit or their own boss. It takes a lot of energy, it takes a lot of hard work, a lot of heartache, a lot of disappointment, but the perseverance of knowing I'm going after this just comes fast and furious. And then when you reflect on the, on the early beginnings, it's kind of funny.
2: Yeah, I think so. You know, and I, I agree. I don't think we wake up thinking, wow, I want to be an entrepreneur. I don't even know if I knew what that meant. Right. back then right like I did there right. wasn't certainly wasn't something was spoken about when I grew up whereas now it's much more common language which I think is fantastic but most people's mindset and is still back in that kind of not aware of that an important part of them is that entrepreneurial spirit and then okay well I have that how on earth do I express that in the world I think one of the greatest gifts we have as our own personal expression and there's so many ways to do that and one of I, I think one of the best ways is is through a business or you know for some people that might be sport I just find anything I can express myself through because I think you want to con- you either you want to be creating you're either creating or consuming so I would rather be creating 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 that's
0: mm. so, so amazing. And and you think about that because a lot of people don't even like you, you talk about maybe an author, uh, someone that writes poetry, someone that paints, they don't necessarily think that's the art, uh, but it really is that entrepreneurial mindset that gives them that creativity to say, you know what, I'm going to sit in my house. I'm just going to start journaling or writing about a subject matter that, that I just vibe next to And I I'm passionate about. And I really think the difference between someone that kind of does that nine to five, traditional nine to five position, profession, job, whatever you'd like to call it, versus someone that wants to set their own hours, look at the bigger picture of the possibility of putting things out in the universe. So my question would be to you, uh, you know, that whole putting out in the universe and putting out those positive vibes affirmations that I can because we know going into this industry whatever the actual physical industry is but the time the effort uh you know the pivots the pitfalls do you kind of uh that was kind of like got you through that that maybe questionable period like I'm
2: just I am I'm I'm doing this I think a few things I think that Yes you you need a goal like you've got you have to have something to tie it to to pull you forward something that seems enough That's enough different from where you are that draws you to want to change. Because if you think it's just going to be the same as where you are now, why on earth would you put the effort? You just you're actually not. You're not going to get like that first bump in the road. Boom, you will be out, tap out, right? Like done. I don't want to. I don't want this this heartache. It's hard, Uh, and it's confronting. Right, it's confronting to be an entrepreneur new because you confront your own um, self image constantly. So I think you need that goal out there, and also, but you, but why? Why do you want it? And uh, defining those two things, and I think a lot of women, particularly, I see definitely more in women, are not willing to articulate what they really want. You ask, I ask my clients all the time, well, what do you actually want? They're often like, I don't know, particularly if it comes to a money figure, right? There's nothing wrong with money. Money's energy. And if you, people, you know, have this issue around articulating their monetary goal, but the more money you have, the more people you can help. And okay. other, otherwise, you know, you go into business to make more money, to do more of what you want to do. money doesn't make you a bad person it makes you more of who you are already so if you're a good person more money will help you do more good if you're not a good person it will not help you do more good so it still comes back to that belief and that knowingness around who you are as an individual so I think those things of knowing what your goal is big enough to actually draw you forward why you're doing it those things but I also think when you understand as well that there are going to it's going to be it's going to be challenging. There's going to be bumps in the road. If you think it's going to be all, you know, um garden of roses, then you're it's a delusion. So when you know that it's going to probably be more challenging than you think, you're going to hit bumps in the road, I think that you as an individual certainly from my experience and working with others you are more prepared you are ready for that so you you uh approach it with the correct perspective Hmm.
1: and I'm thinking too that with the adversity of when you potentially you know hit rock bottom or you know stumble in that pothole like that's hard but the hard part too is negotiating where you sh- maybe should go next because maybe you thought you were going one way and what transpired made you think of it in a whole different light. So, hard could be, I think, so many different things.
0: I, I agree too with that. And, you know, interesting enough, what you said about, you know, the more money um that you have the more that you can impact others and we always talk about in our two sisters podcast we talk about that s- specific subject every wednesday by doing a random act of kindness it's the physical thing it's not about the monetary amount it's the physical act that you are attracting what you y- yet desire in understanding. and understanding that a lot of people just don't have that healthy relationship with money to understand the power of the more you have the more that you can impact others Yeah, of course, it's going to come with some bells and whistles at some point. But the piece to it is um, that's what a good feeling it would be knowing that you are, especially, you know, in the weather that we're, well, I'm not feeling, but definitely up north is feeling, you know, you have that church that maybe their boiler broke down. And wouldn't it be so nice to just simply write out that check and say, here, go fix it. Um, and it's it's it has to do with mindset so it's, a, it's about really that positivity that you're going to attract what you so desire but in such a way that you understand just thinking about it is not enough that starts your mindset but then you got to put in the work
2: absolutely have to follow it through with action because the 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 action is where the confidence comes right and also the resilience to know that in the hard things you can figure it out because ultimately you created the hard thing by taking the action you face that adversity to to create that growth and when we because the person you're being now in this moment isn't the person you need to be to create the result. Otherwise you would already have it. So, you know, you might have to hit a few bumps in the road to be willing to bump off some not so great thinking, some actions that aren't working for you to create that transformation as well to to where you want to go. And I think too, the other thing is always tie yourself to the goal. I see a lot of people they are tied to the vehicle. They're not tied to the goal. So that vehicle may be redundant for them. Write that one down
1: right now.
2: Yeah. So tie yourself to the goal always because the vehicle, you know, it might be as simple as from a business perspective, right? So you've placed an ad and it didn't, that ad has not worked, yet you want to tie yourself to that ad saying, no, I've got to make this work. I've got to, but no, you just need to place more to learn. You've got you, that didn't work great. Figure out what does. If you are, or, you know, started a business, you've been working away at it, you know, slogging your guts out, that's not working. Maybe you need to change vehicles. You're slogging away at a job that's not, you know, Uh, you're no longer being valued. Maybe there's somewhere else that will value you more. So I think tying yourself to the goal is so much more important because it gives you that fluidity to move as you need to uh, along the way and understanding that also less attachment to each and every step you take, right? We can get very caught up in the steps and, and that that means so much when it's just literally a step towards the goal. Right, Mm. all these different stepping stones. Don't you think, Jim?
1: Yeah, because the stepping stones, let's face it, we've all stubbed our toes. But what what have we learned from that? Allison, what would you say, you know, when you had mentioned, and and I've been feverishly writing notes here, tie the goal, tie yourself to the goal. What have you learned through your resiliency in your business? Like maybe something you didn't expect Maybe you fell in that pothole, but you learned through your resiliency, you you forged forward.
2: Yeah, sure. So um, I'm up to business. This is business iteration three, maybe five. I don't know. I stopped counting, uh, but it's certainly, this is the, like I'm in a new iteration of business and probably the most resilience has come from leaving the last one or ending the last one through to starting and commencing this one or that transition and realizing that I had outgrown it. I had gone as far and that because I had these, these big goals, it was difficult to stomach the fact that there was nothing, I'd tapped it out. There was nothing more in it, you know, because I started to go, well, I must be broken if I can't get this thing to go where I want it. And the resilience and the courage to go, you know what, actually, I've just got to shed that. I've got to grow new wings. It's done its time. I've given it everything it can. Literally have tapped out the capability of that. It's time to have the courage to jump into the next thing and trust that I can build it while I'm jumping and building my wings on the way down and that took a lot of deep digging and resilience to go you know what that doesn't it just doesn't serve the new direction it doesn't serve it's done its time it's okay that you've outgrown it it's served its purpose it's given you a lot of great things and a lot of success and because it, it was I think it was difficult because it had also given a lot of monetary success it's difficult to go okay I I am done you know and not live on hope that I can um, reignite it again it had just done its time so that took a whole heck of a lot of resilience and courage um, to self-reflect it and and be willing to like I knew that but then know it, you know, so take that on and act on it.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. And and my question would be with that is because let's face it, depending on what type of entrepreneurial, you know, business we, you know, any one individual is going after um, a lot of people are obviously involved with direct sales companies and they do have uh, so many great positive positive stepping stones for someone that wants that entrepreneurial spirit, wants to be their own boss, wants to set their own hours. And frequently what happens is they do, they plateau and they think is there more to it than that? And if not, maybe it is time to 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 look to reignite my passion. But at the same time, um, they absolutely love say the service of the product And they're thinking, okay, I'm just, I got to really rethink this because do I want to take that leap? And is it necessarily the company I'm associated with or is it the lack of desire? Like I've got to reignite that passion and then make a a clean break to say, you know what I did? And it has truly outlived. Because I think for a lot of people, they're not really sure. They think they're kind of can't go any further When truly they can, they have to reignite that passion that they first had for what they were doing in order to persevere and get over this hump. So how do you guide your clients to really understand the difference to say, well, maybe, you know, have you taken a step back? Have you uh, reconfigured that there are still more goals within what you are working at right now? Or you know what, you're right, you're done, you gotta move on. How would you, what, what kind of, guidelines and or exercises from a from a um, mindset perspective
2: would you how would you guide them yeah a couple of things so um and it was a network and marketing company I'd been with for 13 years so direct sales uh and so what I tend to do with my clients is we look one you better look at some tangible things so looking at the numbers right crunch numbers yeah is it actually working for you go back to the original goal what was the original goal Not the vehicle, the goal. Is this still serving that goal? And in that business, what are, like, obviously in direct sales, you've got other examples. Or even if you're in a different industry, within that industry, is that being uh, done? Is there someone who's doing that within that business or that industry And what are they doing? What's the difference between what they're doing and what you're doing? And are you prepared, if you want that result, are you prepared to do that level of work? If not, okay, we'll make some different decisions. If you are, then, and you still want to hang on to that as the vehicle, then it's like, okay, great. So, you know, get on with it, basically, like reignite that. If they're hanging on to it for other reasons, it might be community, it might be training. Is there other mentors? Is there other, is there other ways to fulfill that need without uh, consuming your time because you're blocking the space for something else? I love that. And then Definitely. the other time, the other simple question is: Has it just expired its time? And people know in their heart of heart, in their intuition, when you ask them, when you ask a person a very direct question, they know the truth. They know it's just, no one's asking them those hard questions or they're not asking themselves. Right. And Mm. rather, I think time is so precious to us. Why spend so much time stuck in that place? You deserve to create results for yourself and your family find someone who you can communicate with, who's willing to ask you those hard questions. Mm, hard questions.
1: What would you say is a hard question that you, in, in starting these different businesses that you've always asked yourself that you you seem to always come back to or um,
2: you acknowledge it The hardest question, I think, is what do I really want? Mm -hmm. Like, what do you really, really want? Not what do you think success is. What do you define success to be from someone else's definition? No, 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 no. What do you really want? What's your definition of what success looks like? Because what that can, like, I see this all the time where it evokes such an uncomfortableness for people to really own what they want because so often they're afraid, but it's, oh, it's much bigger than um, than I think, you know, you'll, you'll think is okay or that other people will think is okay. Or even it's smaller than they think other people will think is okay. It doesn't matter what the size is. It's all relative. It's okay to have that. Because if you can't own what you really want, I don't know how you're going to have it.
0: Well, what I like what you say there, uh, and I think there's so much truth to it. Is the fact that you have to be a little uncomfortable with it. Uh, if you are 100 sure, then you probably are not, not truly being true to yourself. So if you you know really express, okay, you know I'm really looking for this. And I, it, I'm, I'm in fear, you know, what if I become that failure? What, whether this is, you know, everyone's going to uh, probably second guess my decision on leaving one position and then seeking out something else. And do I put more trust and faith in what others think? And should I be doing that rather than really zoning in on my own inner self of what I truly want? Because that is fearful. I mean, like you said, a lot of people cannot answer. What do you really want? Because it really would mean that you'd have to look at yourself. And also, you know, there's gotta be a certain amount of accountability to say, you know what? This didn't work out and not make the excuse. Like, what did I contribute that totally lost my drive that maybe I, that that's gonna switch? I recognize it and I'm gonna make sure this next adventure this next uh, leap of faith that I've got to be more accountable to myself. I think part of that is, is, is a piece of that. Don't you think, Jan?
1: Yeah. And what you you mentioned something there that I, I caught on to Carol. So you mentioned fearful. Mm -hmm. I mean, how, how often have we been fearful when we, you know, tie ourselves to a goal when we want to reach that goal, you know, are we willing to do the work and you know what will people think like who gives a rat's ass right like just go for it you know put your foot on that gas pedal whatever you whatever you have to do and you know i think sometimes too we have to really look within ourselves and say um perhaps i am not doing certain things in reference to this goal I want to do. And, and that's, that can be fearful, I believe as well.
2: A hundred percent. And, but I also think we're never doing everything we could do. Right. 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 Like you can always do more as if you can't do more. Does that mean you're going to go do more right now? Not necessarily. Right. But to take responsibility of that, knowing like that you just actually not, you know, ever, really living to that fullest fullest potential because there's always more you can always grow more you can always learn more and being curious and hungry enough to 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 be that and being willing to redefine yourself you know that willingness to redefine who you are continuously and constantly even though you might have built up a life as you are this sort of person or you are the person that does that then you know that redefinition phase can involve require you to take a lot more responsibility because you then have to be a very very good communicator to the people around you so you take them on the journey with you and get them on board you've got to sell them on this new thing right Right. and get them on board to take them on the journey with you because otherwise it can be a super lonely journey and it's really really tough so you know I think equally as part of when you can own it and take responsibility for what you want, you can then also communicate it to the people around you who are important to you to help get them on board. So everyone is pushing in the same direction because otherwise it can become this huge push pull. And, you know, if one's pushing one way and one's pushing the other, we all know no one, nothing goes anywhere so that uh, it becomes, you know, you might not have, You might be a solopreneur, right? But you still have a team. Your team is your household. And they still, like everyone, you got to kind of get that enthusiasm towards the goal. And that's, it's your responsibility because it's your goal. It's not your partner's responsibility. You know, we can so get annoyed at someone else in our household because they're not doing their part, but it's not your goal. It's not their goal, sorry, it's your goal, right? So your responsibility is to make sure it's communicated and that you paint it in a way that they can understand, they can get on board. And also then the flip side of that is asking for the support and assistance that you require. And that is something else I work with people a lot on, is because so often people do not articulate what they need into not articulate it in a way that's understood the support and assistance they need. So they might say, oh, I'm going to be late home, you know, and that is that piece of communication is expected to communicate to, and this is a client, um, her husband, right? That she needed him to cook dinner and she would get really annoyed every time she'd come home late and dinner wasn't cooked. We had no idea. How was he supposed to know really from I'm going to be home late? Yes. Okay. We could work on assumptions, but when she went to asking, I'm going to be home late, can you make sure dinner's on the table by 6 o'clock, that gave him the space to go, oh, okay, yes, or alternatively, no, but I can have it done by whatever. You know, you can make different arrangements then, particularly if you're two powerful people heading in the right direction, that level of communication required to make a household go right is way higher than most people think. Oh, oh,
0: definitely, and that's I think probably one of the most common pieces to uh, one person in a household that is a has that entrepreneurial mindset, and you know, working for say a direct sales company, and their spouse or their loved one or their partner is not getting the vision, and maybe they're not getting the vision because, like you said, the person's not communicating it. Like I've decided, I'm all in. This is going to require you know, this amount of time daily that I have to focus um, and I want you to partner with me. Now you may not be wanting to be on board with what I'm doing in in the physical sense, but in the mental sense, I need you to, you know, make sure dinner's on the table. Uh, I am not gonna critique what you're making or maybe it is, can you do the laundry? and not get all heck bent on you know oops shoot they they mixed the towels with the whites and well at least they were the same color and you know it's got to be that give and take so i think you're you know really a lot of people have to really express their desire of their goal what they're working towards and what they need from that support system to help it you know run smoothly so they can focus on that then kind of each other knows each others you know contribution to this goal because even though the person may not be physically doing it with their loved one, they're contributing in the support system piece to it and I think it, it makes it for a smoother sailing journey even though there's go obviously the bumps and the renegotiation re re-neg- uh, renavigation that's always going to occur.
1: Mm, that's for sure and of course I'm kind of mm. snickering over here thinking of a certain individual in my household, Um, you know it just goes to show you when I moved my office downstairs here initially it it was a difficult transition and no matter I said this is what my day looks like it's very busy well now I have cues and signs like okay just a reminder you know I'm going to be recording I'm going to be downstairs you know don't come in well inevitably he used to come in and well that's just a situation that I got to work out by myself. We're not going to go down that road right now, but,
0: you know, no, but what look at what you just said though, I mean, you you are working on ways of really kind of setting the guidelines. This is my time when I'm recording. And, you know, I think for the most part, you know, he's kind of getting on board with that, but I think that's a key piece the communication. Don't you think Allison?
2: Yeah, but it is a key piece. What, I think the other side of that too right is sometimes we think when we've communicated it once it's enough but the person like the whole training regime the whole habit has been ingrained a different way for a while and it can take a multitude of times to communicate it over and over and over and over again until, until that habit has changed into a new way and it's learning the patience that everyone's uh, tempo for that, and amount of times for that might be different, right? It might be once. It might be ten times because the, you know, understanding the other people in your life, they also are busy, right? Like they've got their own stuff going on. It's not as important to them, so you know, because they've got their own priorities. So that ability to know to be okay with the fact that, you know, it, you might need to re communicate the same thing. A number of times without losing your cool because sometimes it's really easy to get very annoyed very quickly right it's like i've already told you um so doesn't usually help the situation though it's just like oh okay all right remembering the fact that we had a habit of it doing this other way we're now completely trying to change a habit we all know habits take time to change all right okay gotta go through it gotta go through the the discomfort of creating new habits i love that Um,
1: yeah (laughs) it's been more than 10 times i just want to say that
0: (laughs) (laughs) well you know those boys
1: in fact a a funny sidebar i have these um you know those huge sticky notes that i put up on you know different parts of the doors do not disturb recording and I have them out um, in the little area here. And Gary said to me the other day, "Do we still need these?" And I'm like, "Yes, we do. Yes, we're going to keep them."
0: <laughs> well, kudos to him that he recognized that they did serve a purpose. He may think he may he may be thinking he's mastered the habit, um, but there's that other factor. So. <laughs>
1: Ah Well, more stories for another time, for sure. Uh, Allison, um, I know that you're an athlete and and I think part of your mindset too is, is so very structurally oriented with your time management. What would you say to someone who is struggling with their time management in reference to their you know their mindset and their goals like do you have some strategies that you could share
2: yeah absolutely procrastination's a big deal right for a lot of people uh and time management's a big deal for a lot of people as well and i literally was just having this conversation with with one of my clients yesterday in terms of you know she's giving herself four no five hours to do you know, when we broke it down, one hour's work. So it was literally taking five hours. And I'm like, you haven't too much time. Like, Let's just, you have one hour, go do something else after that. Like put yourself on more of a time crunch. So we kind of broke that down. And then for her, she's got um, kiddies as well. So what we have done is we're working with a 10 minute timer. So she's playing a new game with time because she needs to learn to control time, not have it control her. So she sets a timer for 10 minutes and sees how much work she can get done on that task in 10 minutes. Then she has, and the kids can hear the timer go off. Kiddies come in, play, five minutes, the timer goes on for how much, you know, two minutes, whatever that is that they've set. And then off she goes again, 10 minute timer. So she, we're learning to play a new game of time that she can learn to control time in small enough blocks that don't, you know, most people can control their mind and not, you know, get down the rabbit hole of social media and stuff for 10 minutes they're willing you have a willingness to work within that time frame have a big win to realize wow i can do an awful lot in 10 minutes and it's just building up that confidence again that you can control time and then the other side of it as well is organization i uh, encourage anyone to use a sunday afternoon to organize your week So that can be like literally everything, you know, from what you're going to eat for the week through to what's happening for the week. What's your game plan? What's your goals? What do you have it all ready to go so you can hit the ground running on Monday? Because if you do it on Monday, you've lost half of Monday. And I encourage people to get their meals organized because for most people, thinking about what you're going to have for dinner can consume half your day it's a waste of time and energy and it can be putting that into something far more productive and it might seem something that's small but my goodness when people take that on and do it they're like whoa i just got so much time back it's like yeah actually you can probably get about three hours a day, a day back at least in thinking time right
0: and and you know we always say we we talk about that on you know really that Monday is the first day of the week from a from a work perspective, but that really Sunday is the first day of the week. And are you set to have you set yourself up for success in knowing, you know, gee, you know, we live in a digital, digital world, you know, does my my phone calendar uh agree with my written calendar or have I been you know, scribbling my to-do lists on several different sticky notes, but I haven't applied them from there back into where I need to see them visually. And some people need multiple visuals to make sure they're on track. Um, but I, I like that idea because at the, the end of the day, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. It's just a matter of who's managing them better. Because a lot of times we know we all have that friend, we all have that girlfriend, that guy friend, whoever it may be like, Man, they're all put together. They, they're like and going and going and going and going, and they're so organized. Well, you know, maybe there's a very small percentage uh, that it comes naturally, but most of us need that planner. Most of us need to plan accordingly, uh, but also within that time frame of really planning out their week, allowing enough time for the, the screw-ups, uh, the derailments the renegotiation because we know at any given moment as as perfectly planned out a day is yeah it can go wrong real quick
2: all the time right yeah. all the time but then you just hustle and and if you've got some of the day-to-day stuff off your mind and out of your um like absolute necessity like it's handled it's taken care of it gives you more fluidity to make that, um, those subtle changes or whatever, you know, when emergencies come up and something takes 10 times longer than you think it's going to, it gives you the space to be able to, to, to shuffle and to flow with that.
1: Mm. There's so a lot of shuffling going on. And, and I think too, you know, as I had mentioned right before Carol, Sue, before you, um, came on, um, before we went live, you know i'm renegotiating now being back and back in my office and you know you hear the pitter patter of the feet above it, it's not to what am i trying to say don't sweat the small stuff like it'll all work itself out you know timing is, can be everything time is a precious commodity um we all know that and you know to move forward in such a way where we can be productive we can really look at our goals and say, all right, am, am I really doing the work that I need to do and adjust where you need to?
2: A hundred percent. Yeah. Because I think sometimes we can place so much significance on the little things, but but that's what that is doing is it's you're not looking at your goal anymore. Mm. Right? It's it's the distraction. It's a cunning way to distract you. From your goal, right? And well, if I focus on all these things, I'm not focused on my goal. We don't. Sometimes it's just such a habit, um, but it's a habit to break. Where it's like, well, no, I'm heading towards my goal. It's not that big a deal. It's not a deal breaker. No,
0: uh, Allison, where could uh, you know our viewers, our listeners uh, get a hold of you? I mean, we there's so many entrepreneurs out there that are really. Uh, trying to figure out, well, can I make this work? You know, do I have what it takes? Do I have the foresight to understand that I want—I want to uh, I, I be like so engrossed with the goal of knowing uh, that I can't just rely on the vehicle. It's about me putting in uh, the time, the effort. Do I have that? And I'm sure that's one of those things that you really share with your clients. So, how would they—how would they reach you?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, I do work with people and locking in on that goal and having a strategy and then the follow-through, right? Because that's all super important. So they can reach me on Instagram, which is uh, at the, T-H-E, Allison A-L-I-S-O-N, Wheeler, W-H-E-E-L-E-R. I'm sure you'll stick it in the show notes. Uh, They can also reach me on my website, which is theallisonwheeler.com. And basically actually on any of my socials, but probably Instagram's the easiest. They can either DM me there or I do have uh, a link on my bio where they can book in to do a free strategy session. Love that.
1: Wonderful. Um, I just want to thank again, all of our amazing listeners currently on the Wisdom audio app. Uh, we see some familiar names. So thank you so much for being here. Allison, this has been such an amazing conversation. I I have so many more questions. I hope that you will definitely consider uh, visiting us again real soon.
2: Oh, I would love to. It's been a pleasure.
0: Yeah, I already got uh, some other questions. I'm aiming for for the next time, Uh, you know, you've really added so much, especially in that uh, direct selling, direct sales space, uh, really understanding and knowing what what you want. And really, that's the number question. So that's what we're going to ask our viewers and listeners tonight. What do you want? And then all the other pieces will start to come into place with a lot of work. But the first question is that, what do you want? With that, I'm super excited. It's Trending Thursday. So many things are trending, but I think that is the big piece. That should be what's trending. What do you want? And we look forward to listening to some of our uh, customers, clients, listeners, viewers, letting us in on that big question. With that, this is Carol Sue, aka Naughty Boss, live again in two time zones, two different parts of the world with two
1: sisters hey everyone this is janice aka wellness diva 5.0 on this trending thursday at night and of course for our amazing guest allison it's fantabulous friday don't forget the question of the day what do you want and on that note we shall see you again very soon bye for now
0: take care